Welcome back to Without a Doubt, the podcast. The podcast where we celebrate living life authentically and organically as ourselves. We're the ones who believe in creating our own paths and living our truths out loud. Join in on an open and honest conversation about self-discovery and growth. I'm your girl, Mad, your host. I'm a freelance entrepreneur, a 30-something-year-old human that has never exactly done what is expected of me. I'm a sprinkle of reality, glimmer of sunshine, but I'm also as unfiltered as they come. And I'm here to remind you that that's okay and that you can be and do life different. That you don't have to be what is expected of you and that your happiness, it matters. Happy Valentine's Day to you, lovers. On this lovely, lovey, lovey, lovey day, on the 14th of February, where you feel forced to show love to your significant other or someone else, like you just can't do this on any other day. Cue all the roses and chocolate and consumerism and crap that you feel obligated to buy. Yeah, can you feel like, can you tell I'm not into these Hallmark holidays? I can buy myself flowers. Yes, I can. Or uh, you can get yourself flowers any day of the week or your partner can get you flowers and chocolate any day of the week and not on a day that prompts you to do something nice. Now, I do love love, so don't get it twisted. And I love a good wedding. I love a good love story. And I love when you see people like really in love, like for real. I love it. Have you seen that show Love on the Spectrum, by the way, on Netflix? It is so freaking cute. Everybody, ultimately, it's like everybody truly wants like a partner and someone that cares for them unconditionally. Like that's not your family. That's not your mom and dad, you know? That is so freaking cute. I love that show Love on the Spectrum. Like Team Connor and Team Tanner all the way. I like to think I'm also super lucky that I have a partner that for almost nine years, I feel super excited to be with every single day. We kind of spend almost like every waking and sleeping second together. So no, I'm not a lover hater and a salty ass lonely bitch either, okay? I was actually gonna talk this week about sparking creativity when sharing a really fun guest episode, but since it's Valentine's Day, let's talk about love, baby. That's not even the song. Let's talk about you and me. You guys probably had no idea I like to sing all the time either, but We're not just going to talk about love with your partner. Let's talk about loving yourself because this is really how my podcast goes, right? This is how the podcast really works. As RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love someone else? Can I get an amen? You guys watch RuPaul Drag Race? I don't watch it anymore, but I loved that show at one time. Can you tell I also love TV? I believe that if you can't love yourself, how are you truly going to love someone else? And that is most true. I was single for over five years before I met Kendra. An unexpected story because she is also the first girl I ever dated and felt anything for in that kind of way. Hello, sexual exploration as a 25-year-old, thinking I was straight basically this whole time. But I also was open to it because I knew myself. I know what I wanted. I knew what I was looking for. I really wanted someone to love me like, you know, you do see in those stupid Hallmark movies. Like, don't we want it all? Hello, the notebook. But I think we forget how much you also lose yourself in relationships as sometimes you morph, shift, mold into what you think your partner might want. And I think if you're stepping into love with a love for yourself, that's gonna be more important. Self-love is truly the number one love we need in order to push out more love into this world. Reminding you that you are worthy and deserving of that, by the way. You are deserving of love. As children, love comes from outward sources like our parents and our family and our teachers. The validity in doing something correct or good, you're going to get a clap, a reward, a treat. But as we get older, that good job, those accolades and the reward systems slow down. Eventually, they start leaving us as like adults 
learning to clap for ourselves, which I don't think we do that near enough. A lot of the time we pick ourselves apart. I don't make enough money. I'm not as successful. I don't like the way my arms look. My voice sounds weird. I don't like how I look in photos. Like these are all things that I have heard before from friends, family, myself. I think that as adults, we create these limiting beliefs about ourselves, the jobs we hold, the way we look, the perception that we think people have of us. We make that up. In order to be a light, we have to let our light shine, not holding ourselves back from the greatness that we already have. That starts with appreciating what you already can bring to the table, learning to love yourself maybe a little bit more, or you know what, better yet, here are 14 ways you can L-O-V-E yourself. L-O-V-E, and I, if you already do love yourself, great. I hope you are doing these and you start clapping for yourself as we go down number one through 14. Let's start with number one. Let's not settle for less. You deserve it all. You do deserve it all. Keep your dreams in sight, continue to reach for them, work hard for what you want. Don't let anyone get in your way. Work towards that degree, that certification, the promotion. Keep searching for your relationship that you want and don't settle for just good enough. Actually, I love this, and this is actually a real love thing, not loving yourself, but in relationships, a lot of times I do think people settle. But um, I used to work at this bar, and there was this guy that used to come in, and he lost his wife. She passed away from cancer, and I used to say, hey, are you ever going to get remarried? And he goes, you know, you don't settle for sandwiches when your entire life you've had a feast. And ultimately, he was saying, like, he had the greatest love story. He had everything he wanted. He just didn't think he could ever find anybody to even compare to what he had. And I think that is so cute. I always remember that, like, don't settle for sandwiches when you deserve the feast, okay? Just eat it, eat it up. This is not entitlement, by the way. Like, we all deserve someone who's gonna love us for who we are, flaws, quirks, everything. We deserve a job or workplace that values us, that appreciates our time because you are human and you are worthy and this is life. Number two, we really need to stop comparing ourselves. Like for some reason, this is so fucking hard. You look around, you see everybody else doing more, getting more, and you start feeling less. But remember when I said you have your, you know, we live in our own bubbles and you get to create whatever you want in your bubble. Your bubble's made for you. You can make it the biggest bubble. You can pop your bubble, make a new bubble. It's your fucking bubble. Do it. Stop comparing yourself to the other bubbles floating around. Those are not your bubbles. Focus on your bubble. If you're comparing yourself to anything going on, it better be the bubble that you had before, the bubble you're working on now, okay? Compare your bubbles, your own bubbles. And that's only, that's literally the only fair bubble fight, all right? Number three, we're gonna allow some mistakes and failures. You gotta do it. Also, forgiving yourself, like you are allowed to fail and quit and fuck up. Last time I checked, we're not perfect humans. Last time, you know, maybe you are. Maybe you're one of those lizard people walking around on this planet but you're disguised as a human and you're really an alien and you are so perfect, but real humans are not perfect and no one should be striving for that. After all, no one really liked that A++++ kid in class. Like if, if that's the goal, that pressure is gonna cook you the fuck up, I promise. Not even Barbie is perfect. She doesn't even have a vagina. Yeah, I know. By the way, I've only watched half of that movie and I need to finish it, but perfect shouldn't be the goal. And if it is, maybe you need to allow yourself some mess along the way to mastering that perfection. I'm pretty certain you're not gonna find happiness when you even get to that perfection because you're gonna keep striving for more. It just happens like that. Number four, get creative, spark it up, baby. Allow your childlike senses to play. 
we fear judgment. I see it like when we, I see it when we go out, people don't want to dance in public. You don't want to do things, but have you ever moved your body and just done things? It is an amazing release. It feels good. Do things, doodle, get artsy. If that's not your cup of tea, go get creative with music. Do something that's going to spark a little bit of something. Cook. I don't know. Creativity isn't necessarily in all arts. You can do creative things all over the place in all different ways. It's just allowing yourself to make something, using your mind, your brain, imagination, just to bring something to life. And this is one thing that I love to do. I think not only does this allow me to be relaxed, but it also allows my brain to open up to new ideas and explore things. Sometimes this helps me break up all those little kinks holding me back from even trying new things. Number five, we need to talk about movement and exercise and doing physical things that's creating endorphins for you. You want to feel better? Physical activity is going to stimulate that release in your neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin. Those are known to boost moods. It's literally scientific. Who doesn't benefit from being in a better mood? Like when you're trying to learn something new, you're, it's also believed to play a big role in your motivation, focus, and attention. And I mean this. When you start going to the gym and you start feeling better about yourself, it's easier to keep going because you're in a better mood. But if you go to the gym and it's inconsistent and your moods are going to go all over the place, it's hard to stay regular and stable. I think it's really important. You got to keep moving and doing those things to release dopamine, release the serotonin, even if that's just a walk every single day. Like I say this every single time. After I go to yoga, after I lift, after I walk, I feel so much better. And I know my body loves it, but my brain and my mental state are always on the up. I've never left a workout on the down. And I've been an avid fitness worker-outer for over 14 years. So I'm going to tell you, do the things. Even sometimes it doesn't feel good. Exercise, movement are so, so important. I feel like that should be like number one for loving yourself because just moving your body does greatness for you. I dare you to try going for a walk next time you feel down or depleted, especially with some sunshine. If you ever get out in that sun, man, it's the healer from the sky. We are also going into number six. Number six, we are not listening to outside noise, family's opinions. Oof, this is going to be a tough one. My mom recently told me that my podcast bores her and that I sound like the Wompity Womp from Snoopy. She doesn't really even listen to my podcast anyway. She tells me that she falls asleep listening to them, so I'm not really worried even about her hearing this. Originally, when she told me that, it was kind of like a what-the-fuck moment when she said it. But honestly, I love my podcast, and I love what I'm putting out, and I love this, so it doesn't matter what the fuck my mom says. It doesn't. Or if my brother tells me that I'm not successful, so why the fuck am I talking on a podcast? Like... The reality is a lot of the times the people that are going to be your biggest critics and trolls are essentially your family because they know you and they think they know you. It's all Gucci because I don't make this podcast for them, by the way. I also know my purpose and my light is this. So I'm going to throw my middle fingers up into the sky for all those motherfucking haters. Okay, I don't care. I think this makes me think of Miley Cyrus. She just won her first Grammy since 2001 and she's had too much outside noise talking about how much she has changed. But the change is what made her actually win that Grammy. Finally win that Grammy. I freaking love Miley Cyrus, by the way. She is so real. I feel like she's truly herself, authentically herself. And if she never did her thing after Hannah Montana, she would have just been this made-up celebrity that Disney Channel had made her. Instead, she broke free of that noise. She honed in on who she wanted to be. And check it out, 23 years later, she has a motherfucking Grammy. 
Do you, baby? Okay? Don't listen to the outside noise. Number seven, we're embracing our quirks. Don't be afraid to be you. We all have quirks. That is what it makes you you. And not everyone's going to like you or those quirks. And it's okay to still be you. You will attract your tribe, your community being the most authentic version of yourself rather than being shit covered in honey. What do they say? Like bees, like you attract flies with shit and you attract... What's, what, a, what goes to honey? Why can't I think of this? Do bees go to honey? I don't think so. But anyway, number eight, we really need to start trying new things, which I kind of talked about earlier. Like getting creative and sparking that thing. That means trying new things. Get into a new class. Elevate a new skill. I know this is kind of hard when I think a lot of us are running this 40-hour work week. I mean, I'm, I feel like I work a lot more than that, 40 hours, to be honest. But a lot of us are really working on... A lot of us are really just trying to make money to live and survive and it's really hard for us to just get out and try new things or maybe you don't want to spend your money on a new class just to try dance or do something you don't know if you're really going to love. But I think it's important to get out of your comfort zone. Doing those things is what actually builds your character. Not only that, I say this almost, I feel like every podcast, adding that notch into your confidence belt. I don't know. I think it is so cool sometimes when like I can do something that I didn't know I could do. Like I don't can't even think of an example right now. I don't even know. I guess we went to play mini golf. This is a good example. We went to play mini golf not long ago and I can't tell you how long ago. I I used to play mini golf a lot with my dad. That is something my dad took us to do. He it was cheap putt putt and I guess I played so much. I was pretty good. We went to play recently and I ended up winning I guess by one or two pars is that what it is I don't freaking know but I was like it was fun and I for a long time was like nah I don't really want to play mini golf like I don't know that had like this limiting belief about it but it was like trying something new as an adult and it opened up the door I think for me maybe I need to try pickleball that's like the next new thing I really want to get into some dance shuffle classes I mentioned American Sign Language try new things you know really elevate who you are as a person makes you a more well-rounded human being And I think that's just going to be able to throw you into a couple of new communities or whatever to make you love yourself a tad bit more. Number nine, let go of those toxic friends, anchors, opinions, fucking fears. Tightening your circle is so important. Have you ever heard of quality over quantity? Yeah, that's kind of how I roll. It's really hard sometimes to tighten your circle and break up with friends. I have a podcast on friendships. Feel free to go listen to that. I just think... This is hard to let go of things. A lot of us can't do that because maybe that's family. But if you can break away from things that you can break away from, the one friend that's dragging you back or maybe even that job, just break away, man. Do things sometimes because we don't realize how many people are just pulling us in a million directions. Just tighten it up. The people that are supposed to support you will be there for you. They're not going to drain your energy. They're going to fuel into you. They're going to make you feel better. They're probably going to help you spark creativity. If you're letting go of the things that don't serve you, it's going to allow you to bring things into your plate that will serve you. I always think about like having this big ass plate. It's full of shit, full of food, you know, and you just want more. You just want more. You just keep piling it on. There's no room on that plate for dessert, but I think I want dessert. You need to save a little bit of space. But that means you might also sometimes have to clear your plate, you know? Maybe you overloaded it. Maybe you found too many toxic things. You picked up too much fries. You picked up too many fries and you know you needed the veggies, you know? So you dump some french fries over to the left off the plate so that you can add, you know, 
actually that piece of brownie that you wanted later. I don't know. Just think of that plate. It can't be over full all the time. You're going to need to get rid of the crap that doesn't serve you. Dump off the trash from your plate, okay? Number 10, focus on the simple things. This is as basic as they come. I know a lot of us are busy. I know it's hard to just like take a look around, but do you ever look around and say, wow, thank you for the sunrise today or thank you for this full moon or thank you for that blooming flower. Thank you for the milk in my fridge. I know it's hard because a lot of us are dealing with other bigger things, but the small things, if you focus on the simple things that you really don't have control of, like good weather and you say, wow, I'm really grateful that this weather is beautiful. Like we get to experience this life and that is truly a blessing. I think that we miss all of these things because we are just so overwhelmed and so busy and all the tabs are open in our brain and we're missing the little things. That's been my goal for 2024 is focus on the simple things. And I don't know why, but I think maybe that helps you find more gratitude for even the little things. If you can see a heart shape leafed outside or maybe that makes you think of someone or a memory and we pass those things so often. Number 11, just do it. No, this is not a Nike commercial. No, this is not a Mel Robbins commercial because she has this five second rule. It's called don't overthink it and just watch how you're going to start doing things second nature. Like if you don't want to do something, count backward five, four, three, two, one, and just go. You got that shit. Doing things that you don't want to do, but you need to do is ultimately going to once again, level up how you feel about yourself because the end result is most likely going to produce something that you wanted. And then you can clap for yourself and feel good about those things, which we're going to talk about later. Just do it. Why are we holding back from everything? All those limiting beliefs, all those toxic ideas. If you want to love yourself, we cannot be bogged down, dragged down by these anchors of things, okay? 12, we're going to protect our boundaries. I also have an entire podcast on this one. The power of boundaries. But the reality is knowing what you will and won't tolerate. And crucial, it's super crucial in in embracing self-love. Sticking to your guns and protecting Peace is actually what's going to help you build your self-esteem. Knowing your boundaries are protected and respected helps us feel safe and valued. It's super important to feel that way. Number 13, celebrate yourself. I talked about it. Clapping for you. Like I said earlier, as children, a lot of times we have these outside validations about things we're doing or learning. And as we get older, the claps seem less. I think it's more important to feel proud in what you're putting out versus someone telling you good job, putting out a picture for the likes. I think if you're not clapping and celebrating the small wins, your big wins, your milestones, you're going to burn out thinking like it's just never enough. I know that's real because when you're only clapping for the big things, it takes a lot longer to finally clap. If you're clapping for the five listens, yay, the 100 listens, yay, those milestones are easier. I can tell you this firsthand, not just about my podcast, which I obviously was talking about, but also about my YouTube. About a year ago, I created a YouTube that was solely dedicated to thrift hauls and things that you could do too. And I now have 500 subscribers after a year, but within the first six months, I decided I was just like going to quit because I wasn't seeing enough traffic and not enough views on my video. Nobody was clapping for me there. Nobody was commenting. The engagement was just blah. I was doing them weekly. And then back in December, I just had gone in and I'm like, oh my gosh, one of my videos had 200 views, which was a lot. That made me start making haul videos again. That motivation, that stupid validation just put me back up. And then I saw the dip in engagement again. And I told myself, 
I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to quit Madison. You told yourself you're going to do it. So yes, I'm still making the videos despite the crickets, just like there's crickets on this YouTube page. Just like some of my, some of my podcast listens are lower than other weeks. It's just not as motivating sometimes. And that's okay. I do clap for myself. I clap for those three listens on Wednesday morning. So you know what? Instead, I started celebrating the fact that I, I've been executing things. Clap for yourself, man. Celebrating is way more fun. And honestly, we just don't clap enough. I keep saying that. Did you get up today? Clap for yourself. Did you have a glass of water? You better clap for yourself. Oh, you cooked a home meal? You better clap for yourself. Save some money today? We're clapping for ourselves. You get it. Okay, number 14 and finally, indulge in the self-care things, you know, meaning do things that freshen you up. Facials, massages, bubble baths, trying new gym shoes, a haircut. By the way, I got my haircut after 18 months and it totally buried the whole thought process on me needing Botox or fillers, which, you know, it couldn't hurt, right? But that was just a surface. I think a lot of us think that's what we need. Botox, fillers, massages, facials. But what about self-care meaning therapy? What about meaning seeking like a, a medical advice? What about doing things like that? Finally going to the dentist. Those are things that are going to help you feel better about yourself. Sometimes it means like doing things that you don't really want to do, meaning the inner work, like I mentioned, therapy, the journaling, the meditation, the breath work, nature healing, movement, taking time by yourself. I do think that you should be somewhat excited about what you're getting started in though. So if you're dreading what you're doing, I'm not going to tell you to go out and do that. That's not really considered self-care. Self-care should be something that leaves you usually feeling good or something should be the addition to whatever you need to benefit you. Are you loving yourselves these days? Did you learn something from these 14? Because I really hope you did. And loving yourself is not selfish. Putting yourself first at times is not selfish. Loving who we are comes with doing the things to find who we are meant to be. Loving yourself first is actually gonna give you a greater capacity to love others, lead with a better decision-making on what actually suits your life, and it's gonna allow us to better support the people around us. I encourage you to think of something right this second that you love about yourself. Say it out loud or write it on a piece of paper. Say something you're proud of or something that you've done. You are so worthy of the claps. You're so worthy of the self-love and you deserve it. Go on and enjoy the rest of this February with all that love floating in the air. Hopefully extra love floating around for you. Taking one of these 14 things with yourself and doing whatever the fuck you need with it, okay? You are without a doubt a badass and I love you. I love you. Thanks for being here. I literally could not be doing this podcast without the listens that are coming in. I just want to remind you. Rate, review, like, hopefully five stars. I'll see you next Wednesday with my co-host, Gabrielle Wildhart. Yes, I pushed this episode back, so I'm excited to share. I'll see you next week. XO Mad.